Hello, Fit Fam. Welcome to the next episode of Bikini Things. I have one of my girlfriends here with me today. I'm super, super excited to be sitting down with her. This is my friend, July Sanchez. Welcome, July. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Laura. Thanks for being here. Um, so a little bit of background. So July is a college student and living in Marietta, California, also an NPC bikini competitor and one of my teammates on Team Mutant, whoop, whoop, Mutant Supplements, <laughs> and also works for uh, Sinister Labs as well, um, just like I do as a promotional, um, promotional rep affiliate for Sinister Labs and all their delicious protein bars protein cookies, nut butters, all that good stuff. So lots, lots of great things going for you. <laughs> and so today we're going to talk about transitioning into off season. Um, for me, I'm not quite there yet, but my timing is way off. <laughs> for most people, I'm prepping up until almost Christmas. And that's just because I wasn't ready. Um, but most people at this point are in off season and have, yeah. have a kind of called it for the year. So yeah. we want to talk about that transition, which for a lot of people is super hard. Yeah, it's super difficult. I did my last show in August. So it's been a couple months now, considering we're like November. But um, it's always difficult transitioning back into the reverse diet. Because nobody ever wants to follow it. Nobody has a set plan to actually go through with it. You know, after after your show, you're just basically like, I just want to eat whatever I want. I can finally eat the Oreos, the donuts, you know? Yeah. So everyone wants to just binge, which mm -hmm. is basically what I did, especially my after my first show. Like, I was binging every week, just eating donuts, cakes, Oreos. I would have the family pack. I would have two of those a week my first show, so. Oh, dang. Yeah. When was your first show? It was last year. It was the same show that I did um, this year. So it was okay. the Pacific USA back in um, August 18th last year and then August 19th this year. Okay. So. Yeah. I so. did gain a good 30 <laughs> pounds. So. And so how did you handle that? So after, so you did Pacific USA's August 2017. Yeah. You gained 30 pounds. Uh-huh. How did, I mean, number one, I guess, maybe a little more detail on what the eating looked like, but also how did, how did you handle that? How did you cope with, you know, such an, ex, I guess, an extreme effect or so rebound there, from So there was show? really no diet that I followed. It was like, if my mom made something and I wanted it, I mean, we live in a, I live with a Mexican family, so Greece, everything, you know, just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would never sign, say no. <laughs> I would never say no to what to what she cooked because I was like, oh, I like that. I haven't had that in months. So I was like, treat yourself. So that's basically the mentality I had. And I was having donuts, Oreos, burgers, going out with my friends on the weekend, drinking, you know, not even watching what I ate or drank or anything like that. I completely stopped my cardio, which was a big no-no. Mm -hmm. So just going from cardio five to six times a week, 30 minutes to eating everything and no cardio, that totally just, it was a, a shock on my metabolism, I guess. Yeah. So it took me at least, I started my second prep in May. So as soon as I got done with school, I started my second prep and I had already dropped a good 10 pounds. Okay. But it was just, it was just hard, like getting back into the prep mentality my coach wanted me, she gave me like a, a certain meal plan. She didn't want me to follow it like, you know, like on the, on the tee because she said that I lost weight easily, which kind of is a good thing for me. But 
I don't know, everybody has different bodies. So um, I started following that and I saw good results and she was like, okay, you're following it a little too much, like kind of kind of go off a little bit. Like, you know, you don't have to be as strict with it because this isn't your prep. It's more of a lifestyle one. Okay. So I started losing weight that way, but I was still like, you know, having a cheat meal here and there, but I got my eating under control. That's good. So, so how fast did that, that 30 pounds come on after that first show? It was by, so my show was in August, like towards the end of August. So mm-hmm. by December, so by the first of the December, I was 131 pounds. Okay. And my stage weight was 100 pounds. Okay. So okay. it was but a it, huge yeah. difference. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is a big difference. So f- like physically, mentally, emotionally, how are you feeling during that time? I mean, you're number one, probably just like loving and being social again, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I feel, I just went to a wedding last night and I felt so antisocial <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, no, I, when I you're, when you're so actually prepping for a show, like you have to say no to so much. Like I would say... I would go out with my friends, but I couldn't drink or anything, so I wasn't having as much fun. So then after that, I just started saying no, like, oh, I'm not going to go do that because it's just a waste of my time. You're going to get, you know, really, really drunk, and I'm going to have to take care of you, and I'm not going to I'm gonna miss my last meal because of it, and I'm not going to get the, the amount of sleep that I need. So I just started saying no, and yeah. I kind of isolated myself a little bit when I was on season, but that's because I had things to do and I had goals to accomplish. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so when you had that, had that period of time where you're coming off prep, you're thinking, yay, I can be social again. I can enjoy my family's delicious cooking. Um, I've definitely been craving Mexican food lately. So that, that may be <laughs> my first. come over after. I know. That may be my first meal after. We'll see. Um, just how are you feeling? Like, it's a rough transition for a lot of girls. So I'm curious to know more about like, you know, how did you feel during your workouts? How did you feel about what you saw in the mirror. Like, what was that like? So for me, my workouts were great. I was able to deadlift 225, like when I first started gaining all my weight back, you know, Mm -hmm. I hit my goal because that was my goal from the beginning of the year, you know, Mm -hmm. to deadlift 225. So I was like able to do it and it just made me happy. But at the same time, when I would look in the mirror, I started noticing that my face was getting round. Mm-hmm. So that was just like, oh, no, like I'm getting I'm getting fat, mm-hmm. like going from 100 pounds to 131 pounds. Yeah. Like I noticed it everywhere. And like it was a big difference for me, but not necessarily for everybody else, you know, because they were like, oh, we like you with weight on you, you mm-hmm. know. And I was like, I'm not used to being like over 120 pounds. So that was just like mentally, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to do more cardio. I need to start doing this. I need to eat right because it was just getting to me. So I wasn't happy with my body, which is why I decided to start prepping again. You know, I was like, oh, maybe if I have something to look forward to, you know, I'll keep myself mm-hmm. in check. Mm-hmm. So I started that and I was originally going to do my show in May, May 5th. Mm-hmm. But I had to push it back because of some family stuff mm-hmm. that was going on at the time which was actually better for me because I better transitioned into a lifestyle prep before I started cutting again and going from one extreme to the other. Yeah. So. Yeah, it seems like you kind of had some time where you're almost prepping to be on prep again. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Probably what you needed, right? Mm -hmm. Given that you did put on some weight maybe you weren't expecting. and, And so you worked with a coach during that period of time? Yeah, yeah, I worked with the coach and she was really good she really knew the way my body worked so that was an easier transition she knew how much cardio I needed to be doing but 
in all honesty, I kind of kept skipping cardio even during my on season because <laughs> I was like, I don't need this much cardio. Like my coach doesn't know what she's talking about. But I oh really gosh. did. Yeah, I really, I really needed to stay on I top of cardio. I love that. I don't think anybody's ever told me that, but that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, towards the end, like I was just dying doing an hour of cardio because yeah. I skipped so much when I only had to do 25 minutes. You know, I was like, oh, I'll just do 15. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't all the time because I was like, oh, I'm not going to reach my goals if I keep doing this, you know, but yeah. I am really an enemy of cardio. Yeah. So. Yeah, cardio is rough. It, it breaks you down. I'm at the point where I'm feeling good in general, but uh, I have a little bit of like tendonitis that kind of just won't go away. And I don't think it's going to go away until I'm not doing cardio seven days a week, mm-hmm. to be honest, which yeah. is okay. I'm not, I'm not that far out. So yeah. Yeah. So then you did that. You went into your prep, mm-hmm. did Pacific USA's this year. And, and what has, what was that like? Like, did you do anything differently coming out of 2018 Pacific USA's that you didn't do in 2017? So for this show, it was actually a lot different because I wasn't as stressed out as I was on my first show. So the fact that I wasn't as stressed out, I didn't have like anything to worry about. But for my first show, it took me at least a week or two to get back into the gym because I was just so down in the dumps, you know, I didn't place how I wanted to place. And I was just binging like from that night of the show up until like the first, the entire first week. Mm-hmm. So it was just completely different. Cause I, I binged. Well, I didn't really binge the second one. Well, what I guess to you, what is, cause that, that word I think means a lot. It can mean a lot of different things. What is, yeah. what does binging mean to you or what did that look like? So for my first show, I was just eating everything like I wasn't even hungry and I was still eating because I was like, oh, I can actually have this now. Whereas the second time around, I had a burger and I could barely finish it. So I stopped myself there. Mm-hmm. And last year, it was just like, oh, I'm full. Oh, I'm going to order two cheesecakes, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I did that differently. And I had a cupcake maybe after that. I My friend and I had bought like five packs of Oreos, but we didn't even touch them until like a week later. Mm-hmm. The next day, like we went to brunch and I really wanted cinnamon roll pancakes, but my body was like, no. So mm-hmm. I just ordered a chicken wrap. So yeah. it's just like I just listened to my body That's instead good. of just That's good. Yeah. binging and like eating whatever I wanted. And yeah. Yeah. And then and then so what was kind of so that was the night of day yeah. after. What did the following weeks look like for you? So how did, you, how did you try to find a better balance? So instead of what I would usually do where I was like, oh my gosh, I need to keep my six meals. I need to eat this amount of this and this amount of that. I was kind of just like, like going with if it fits your macros, but not, not necessarily like to the T. I was just like, oh, I had this much protein. So I'm going to, I can have like maybe two Oreos instead of the entire pack. Yeah. So it's yeah. just watching and making sure that I don't eat the entire serving if I don't if I'm not hungry you know Mm -hmm. so just stuff like that yeah did you have a macro goals that you were shooting for the weeks coming out of your show um I was trying to stay as close to my to my show um, macros for the first week okay because it's like you're going you I already had like the burger and like the yeah and the what was it the cupcake yeah so maybe Yeah, so I already had all that, and I was like, all right, so now it's time to get back on track. And this time I didn't skip the gym. I actually went to the gym that Monday 
So my show was Saturday. I took Sunday off, went back to the gym on Monday, mm-hmm. and I felt great. Mm-hmm. Like, I was extremely vascular. I felt strong. Yeah, yeah. I felt really strong, and I hit shoulders, which is one of my favorite muscle groups. Mm-hmm. And I just, the pump was... Was real. It was amazing. It was <laughs> the amazing. The pump was real. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, sometimes that's a really good feeling, too, when you come out of a show... You're lean in your body. It feels like it just soaks up all the carbs that you eat, mm-hmm. and you get the you get the awesome vascularity. And Gives you all that extra energy, and yes. you just feel great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I did my workout, and I actually did cardio for thirty minutes after too. So look at you, girl. Yeah, I know awesome. someone who hates cardio. <laughs> yeah, and so so you did the pretty much show macros for about a week. I mean, you had your your cheat meal, night of, and stuff. So then, what did you do the next week? What did, what did you do So I just kind of started upping the carbs. So I'm just like, okay, if I was at, let's say, 90 grams of carbs the first week, I would go up to about a t- 120 the okay. next week. Okay, so 30, about, yeah, 120, about 30. 120 calories yeah. of carbs extra per week. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was just like transitioning like that. And it was easier for me because I had a set schedule already. So I was like, oh, I get my, my schedule three weeks in advance, so I know I know what each week looks like, so mm-hmm. I know what to plan for each week. But then after the second week, that's when it kind of just, oh, okay, like, it's been two weeks of semi-reverse dieting. Like, mm-hmm. I think my body will be fine if I start eating whatever I want. Okay. So I just did that. I started eating whatever and then just kept my cardio consistent. Okay. So that's kind of why I didn't gain, like, as much weight as quick as I did the first mm-hmm. time so so you went at that point two three weeks out from your show you went untracked yeah 100 percent mm-hmm. and you're doing still like five days of cardio or yeah I was doing um I started off with five days so after every workout I would just do like 30 minutes of cardio mm-hmm. I would just sit there and watch Netflix nice. kind of just distract myself nice. from it uh-huh. so that worked and then yeah so it just kept decreasing the cardio and now I don't do any like maybe 10 minutes before mm-hmm. I lift mm-hmm. so and I've only gained 17 pounds since August so it's okay. not yeah it's and not this, too bad yeah and at this point we're four months basically yeah. post-show like mm-hmm. this is sort of where you're at yeah so and, and we were talking about this um we got some yummy food at Greenleaf and Costa Mesa if you guys are from Orange County since I'm on prep and I could bring my food scale um, <laughs> and then hit up sidecar after. Yeah, for, I got a couple donuts, you guys. <laughs> for July cheesecake, to check it out. Pumpkin cheesecake. And what was the other one? The chocolate. Um, the chocolate hazelnut. Yeah. Pie. That was so good. I had a sample of it right before I got my donuts. Mm-hmm. And yeah if, yeah, if you guys are in Orange County, you need to hit that place up. It's delicious. Yeah, but, we're going to eat a box when Laura gets off the yeah, prep. Yeah, we're going to eat a whole box together. <laughs> and then... Yep. Um, Definitely take the digestive enzymes ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a great idea. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll, maybe we'll invite some friends if they want to. Maybe. Jamie or anybody else wants to marry. And oh, yeah. Allie, all friends of the podcast if they want to come eat with us. But I know Allie doesn't eat a lot of sweets, though. No, she she does cheat meals, like, once every, like, she'll have a cheat meal maybe, like, once every two weeks. Oh, wow. And her cheat meals are not crazy. Like, she'll go have... A blaze pizza mm-hmm. or something or a burger oh my goodness um actually allison is someone that she's really helped me with my mindset mm-hmm. and my discipline because um 
sort of where I was getting at with the sidecar donuts as we were talking about mm-hmm. off season a little bit before this and, and where you want to sit. And I really think for most women, it totally depends on your height. Um, so for me, I'm like a giant, I'm like six feet tall, so I can go up a little bit higher mm-hmm. compared to a girl that's five Oh yeah. I'm five three. So yeah. So I, but I think like that 15 to 20 pound range above mm-hmm. stage weight is kind of where you want to be. Um, once you're fully in your off season like that, it keeps you lean ish, mm-hmm. um, keeps you healthy. Yeah. And I think in a place where most women still feel good about their bodies oh, and about themselves. Yeah. Like, I've still been doing photo shoots. Like, my abs are still kind of there in the right lighting, you know? So it's all about, you know, self-confidence. And I'm really confident in myself right now. I can see my shoulder definition. You look great, girl. And my abs are still kind of there. And I still do a lot of photo shoots. So it's You look like, great. You look great. That's you're, awesome. Yeah. So much better than the first time. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And, and I think a lot of it... Um, it's how you go about the off-season. And so for me, this past off-season... I was telling July about how how disciplined it was, um, and it really for me it pushed me um, to kind of embrace bodybuilding as my lifestyle. Yeah. And so in some ways it was really good. Like I'm I'm actually very glad now, being only about three weeks out. Um, so excited the, to go to Disneyland <laughs> after. Yes. <laughs> All the, the food. <laughs> The results of this, you know, year of pretty much hard work, and I feel I feel in a lot of ways like I've been on prep for a year. Because, Basically, yeah. Because the way I was been going. the way I've been eating, like you said, like you wouldn't you would stop going out with your friends. Yeah, I've been like that for a year because I'm the same way. Where I realize, you know what, I'm gonna get tired. I'm gonna get hungry. I could miss my last meal. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be fun to be around. Probably. Yeah. I don't want my friends to not want to hang out with me, so I'm just gonna yeah. avoid it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm gonna go to bed early on the weekends, and you know, isolate myself and get up early and do yeah. my workouts and and go do my demos and and just keep working and hustling at the goals that I want to yeah. achieve. Because not everyone's <laughs> gonna be like that. Like bodybuilding is definitely a lonely sport, mm-hmm. and you know that. Like when you start prepping, like for me, I always just have one friend usually that I go mm-hmm. to, and I see her maybe like once or twice mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. of anything because I'm just like oh I need to work I need to eat in between I have my demos I have to do this and that yeah. you know so yeah. and and so I'm I'm glad I put in the work I did like I ate super clean I didn't drink um you know I think I averaged when I actually thought back I probably averaged about a half a drink a month dang because I could feel the effects of you know drinking that little I could feel the effects of most especially of the after going so long. Yeah, and so I was so I was eating, um, you know, super clean, kind of the same stuff I'm eating now on prep. Like you guys see, I'll post it on social media what I'm doing, what I'm prepping, and just my calories were higher. My calories were higher. My cardio was a little less. Um, I'm still doing cardio, probably five six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's it's awesome because I feel like the results are finally like I'm finally seeing them after mm-hmm. the year of this work. But it's been very isolating and lonely um but I also I stayed you know about 15 pounds above stage weight I've lost about 15 pounds I'm at a point where I don't need to lose really any more weight Mm -hmm. before the show I just probably need to dry out a little yeah um and so that's been awesome like I did several photo shoots video shoots felt Mm -hmm. great about how I looked yeah but then there's a trade-off of you know man my social life is kind of lacking right now yeah but I mean when it comes to that that's when you have to realize are these people that I'm hanging out with right now shooting you know for the same like are they ambitious as as ambitious as I am 
Because I've learned that a lot of the people that I've like associated myself with that I've been close to don't have really any goals in mind. And they're just like, oh, I just want to go out drinking this weekend and next weekend and the weekend after that. And I was just like, okay, so what are you going to do when everybody who would drink with you leaves, Mm -hmm. you know? So I've basically just been looking at the long-term goals for me, like, okay, what's going to be more beneficial for me going out with my friends or staying in, you know, and working on my fitness plan and what I want to do with my Mm -hmm. life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It just works out better. I'm right there with you. No, I think for me, because it's like I I do feel like I've lived in California now a little over four years. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I kind of have my my girl squad and like my tribe Mm -hmm. and and you are in that. (laughs) Um, Like I have all these amazing women and friends who are these ambitious, motivated Mm -hmm. bikini girls. And I have friends who don't compete too and they're wonderful people and I Mm want to make sure I'm hanging out with them. But I think... For me, a big area that's lacking is, like, my dating life, my personal life. Oh, yeah. I definitely put that on the back burner. Or, yeah, that's same with me. Yeah, or I don't make enough time for the people I do want to see mm-hmm. because, oh, I've got to be up super early tomorrow mm-hmm. so I can get my fast cardio in. Or, oh, yeah. I've got to be up super early so I can go go to work, Yeah, get my workout in right after that, go work, you know, go mm-hmm. work out again, all yeah. that stuff. Um, so it's it's been a trade-off, but um, I think in 2019 – having come through an off season where I really felt good, very disciplined yeah. and I felt good about my body. Um, I feel confident that I can find a good balance. Yeah. Without having to go with the coach or anything, you know, to, I mean, it's always good to have another opinion, but yeah. just when you're comfortable with your own body and like what you can accomplish. Yeah. And actually I'm gonna, I am going to work with a coach for the off season. So that's the one thing. Um, so this is what, this is my, I guess, second off season. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah, second, second real off season. Um, my first one. So my first show was in February of 2017. Um, I was working with my good friend D- Dorito Dale on IG. <laughs> <laughs> he also he also competes in men's physique. And I look back because a lot of girls, I think, they get caught up in, bo- they get body dysmorphia, or they get, mm-hmm. they get not stage lean, even if they're only ten pounds above stage weight, and they all of a sudden feel like they're fat or feel like, yeah, they don't look like themselves. Um, I look back, and that was actually really seamless. Like I just kept doing what I was doing through the beginning of um, the through the show. Like I just kept doing my cardio. I kept eating what I was supposed to eat. Like I celebrated that night. I went to BJ's and had like yeah. pizza, burger, dessert, whatever. But then I just kind of did what I was doing leading up to it because I was like, Oh, I need to go meet with Dale and figure out what I'm doing next. Yeah. So I just, I stayed really lean for a couple weeks mm-hmm. and he reverse dieted me by just giving me macros. So like every two weeks I'd see him, he'd bump up my calories yeah. and it just kept going and going. And we were trying to put weight on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm such a stick normally (laughs) like that's that's my body type you know like olive oil from Popeye that's like what I looked like in high school and (laughs) I've got the black hair um and so my weight came up and I you know I felt good about it and I felt um even though I was like a little thicker than usual Mm -hmm. Um, my butt got a lot bigger. I was doing so many That's squats. That's the first thing I noticed. So I was many like, squats yes. and deadlifts. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it the best feeling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when other people compliment it, too. Like, normally for other people, like, that don't bodybuild, if you compliment their butt, they're just like, oh, okay, you perv. But when you compliment a bodybuilder on their butt, they're mm-hmm. like, 
That's like the best thing you could do. Compliment a bikini girl, and she's like, "Who me? Yeah, (laughs) really? Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was, I saw that happening, and I was like, oh, I don't care if I'm a little thicker. My tummy's a little bit bigger than normal with the double C. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah. So in that off season, I feel like. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I felt really, really good just kind of watching my macros and and my calories got super high. So there were plenty of times where I couldn't even hit the calories he was setting for me. Like wow. we got, we got I all wish the way, I had that problem. <laughs> we got all the way up to um, like we we're shooting to have me eat like 4000 calories a day wow. um, to put put weight and size on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because my first show actually the last two two kind of rounds of competitions I've done. Um, I was between probably like 128 and 130 mm-hmm. the day before the show. So that doesn't yeah. include the water cut. Yeah. And I'm six feet tall. Wow. So. I, see, I'm, I'm so 125 I been, I right now and I'm 5'3". So. I could have been 125 on stage with the yeah. water cut. Um, so oh. <laughs> so I was re- like, when I say skinny, like really, really skinny. Um, and I definitely I don't want to go back there. But yeah, um, I think working with a coach for me has been really key. Yeah. The first, my first off season, like my coach was just like, make sure you reverse diet. She told me to reverse diet and she told me how to, but at that point she didn't really like give me any more specifications. You know, she, she wasn't like, Oh, increase it by this much every week. She was just kind of like, Oh, okay, this is what you need to do. And this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. But she's like, but you're basically like on your own now, you know, Mm -hmm. she's like, just make sure you can keep track of it yourself. And I was like, okay, I got this. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't, I didn't got this (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And which is why I gained like the 30 pounds. I didn't have a set workout plan, a set cardio, you know, Mm -hmm. plan, or a meal plan or anything. I just kind of went with whatever I was feeling that day. So it was really hard. But then this time around, I didn't have a coach for off season. I, I still don't. But my um, friend Charlie actually um, asked me if he could do my training plan for me. So I feel like that's a big um, part of why I haven't gained as much weight as I have. Yeah. Because he has it set to the goals that I want. So yeah. So that's part of it. And he also told me to do cardio at least three times a week, you know, and like have one or two cheat meals. Like he he's the type of person that was like, oh, have a pop tart with me right before our workout. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like (laughs) it's just keeping balance. Absolutely. And and that's what I've been doing this time around. And it's so much more pleasant. It's easier. And I'm just happier this time around. Yeah, that's no, that's really smart. And I think one thing that you touched on that I think is probably a common theme for both of us is even if the coach or somebody you're working with is not telling you exactly what to eat or exactly how to train and when, if you're regularly checking in with them, you have the built-in accountability. Yeah. So I think I think that really helps because you kind of know in the back of your mind, oh, I'm going to go train with them next week or yeah. I'm going to go see them in person. Exactly. Um, you know, and I think I think you just become maybe even without realizing it more aware of am I hungry or am I just going yeah, off the wall? Exactly. Like, do I actually want this food? Um and I think just having the built-in accountability even if even if they're not doing your diet, even if you're just working out with them yeah. and you know you're going to have to see them in person, mm-hmm. it keeps you a little more honest. It does definitely make you more <laughs> accountable. Like I I went to my coach a couple weeks ago, actually, because I got her um, BCAs for Mutant because I really wanted her to try them. Mm-hmm. 
I know, right? They're the <laughs> best. They're the best flavor? BCAs ever. Which I got her the pineapple passion. Ooh, I love that one. But I think I'm gonna get her the um, peach iced tea because that one's my Ooh. personal favorite, and I think she'd really like that one more. Yeah. But when I when I dropped those off, she was like, "Wow, you look really good." And I was like, "Thanks." And she's like, "She's like, how much weight have you put on?" And I told her at that point, I think it was only like ten pounds. She's like, "You're doing really well, like compared to last year." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Thank you." Like you know, it was it was such a big compliment coming from her, especially. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also just when you surround yourself, whether it's a coach or a friend, like Allie, for example. Yeah. Um. So Allison Worrell, who. Um, has been on the podcast and I'm doing one later this month with her and Randy from Modern Body Labs. Um, she's someone who's super disciplined with her diet and she is like kudos to her because yeah. I could not, I've talked to her about it too. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it. And she gave me the fried Oreo recipe after my show, after my second show. Fried Oreo. Yeah. Fried air, air fried Oreos, air fried Oreos. Oreos. So they're a bit healthier without all the oil, you know, <laughs> that that's what I kept telling oh my myself. Gosh. And I would eat eight of those a day after after I got the recipe from her because I had five boxes of Oreos that I had from my show that I didn't eat on my my show. Okay. So. I've got two (laughs) questions for you. Number one, um, what flavors of Oreos did you get? And number two, what is that recipe? (laughs) (laughs) I need that. So number one, we had Rocky Road. We had the chocolate ones. I had Red Velvet for sure. Cinnamon Roll. Ooh. The peanut butter, the peanut butter Oreos, and we got the the thin mint ones, but I'm not really a big fan of mint and chocolate together. So okay. I saw those at the grocery store. Yeah, um, the coconut ones are really good, you guys. Coconut, the coconut thins. Oh my god, Ooh. they're so good. Okay, I think they have those dipped in chocolate too. Oh god, like chocolate okay. fudge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos are like it's like a like bean like punched. <laughs> I love. I got. I got a few last last time. The cinnamon cinnamon bun ones, mm-hmm. and probably peanut butter. I think were my those are top so faves. good. Yeah, my favorite is the red velvet one for sure. Ooh. And then we got the family size double stuffed. Oh yeah, that one. Can't oh my god. We were looking for the strawberry shortcake one, but I could not find it anywhere for the life of me. We went through to like three different stores, and nobody had them. So. Um. Okay, so we're also talking about deep diving with food on Instagram. Yeah. I So this is a guilty admission. We were talking about how bikini girls, when you're on prep, you start looking at food online, like basically yep. like it's porn. <laughs> um, I haven't done that this time around other than like once or twice. Last year it was a problem. Um, and I got to the point where I was looking up Oreo flavors on Amazon. Like I was like Googling like, okay, where can I, I would see a flavor yeah, online. No, I, I would... did that too. And I actually <laughs> had a whole cart on Amazon because you know how you can pick like your grocery box or whatever, uh-huh. and you have to spend a certain amount. Mm-hmm. There was at least six types of Oreos in my basket trying to fill up the box uh-huh. to get it shipped to me with mm-hmm. the price that they had for, like, the grocery oh my the grocery section. Yeah. So I was just filling that cart with, like, all these different snacks that I wanted for after my show. But then I was like, wait a minute, I'm not even going to – I'm not going to yeah. finish all of this. There's already six packs of Oreos in there. Like, what else could I add? Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I kind of had a similar thing where I was looking around and I was like, Laura, snap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, no, for me, I was saving all these pictures of like food and like looking up nearby places for me to go after the show, like mm-hmm. maybe one place a week. And I was sending my ex-boyfriend too, like just 
all the food that I wanted. And he was just like, stop, like you're being ridiculous because mm -hmm. I was. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it gets pretty bad, but you learn to appreciate food so much more after you've gone without it for so long. Yeah. And I think um, kind of coming out of off season, because by the end of this past off season, I actually did have like a cheat meal a week and stuff like that. Um, you notice the difference in how you feel. Yeah. And, like it sounds like for you, part of the reason why it's been easier this year is because you kind of realize like, oh, I couldn't eat those cinnamon pancakes the next morning. Yeah. Like, my body would not, didn't want them. My body wanted chicken. Yeah. That's what my body wanted. Yeah. I'm like, after all those months, yeah. for me to be craving chicken instead of like a cinnamon roll pancake, like. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's, it's not used to digesting it. It's yeah. like, I want, give me something that I know what to do with. Um, and, and I do want to circle back to that air fried, uh, Oreo recipe, yeah. but, um, I talked about this a little bit with, I had a, my chiropractor who does functional medicine mm -hmm. and stuff on this. And so your gut bacteria, um, basically like what you eat determines what type of gut bacteria you have. So mm -hmm. when you're eating healthy, your body knows how to break that down and digest it. And if yeah. you're eating shit 24 seven, mm -hmm. you have the bacteria that can process all that processed junky mm -hmm. food. And so when you go from, like, one to the other, yeah. your, bo your body and your digestive system is kind of like, hey, what, what, what is What are this? we doing here? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like coming out of prep, you kind of listen to your body. Um, but, yeah, so how do I, how would I go about making the air fried the Oreos? Air fried Oreos. <laughs> so Allie actually gave me this recipe after my show. It's a dangerous recipe, especially if you have an air fryer and croissant rolls. Because that's literally all you need. Okay. So you grab the croissant rolls out of the... Like the Pillsbury. Out of the, yeah. Okay. The you grab them out of the pack, you know, the little triangular ones. Okay. Yeah. So okay. all you have to do is put the Oreo in the middle, mm -hmm. wrap it with the croissant roll, okay. and throw it in the air fryer. For what temperature? How many minutes? Um, I believe it was for 10 minutes, and the temperature was about 375, 400-ish. Okay. But yeah, and then after that, you just... Throw some powdered sugar on there, and boom, you have your air fried Oreo. Okay. You don't, like, dunk them in anything? No, unless you want to. <laughs> I made my... I was thinking of ways to make my this peanut as butter. bad as possible. Oh, the peanut, peanut butter. The peanut butter, the peanut butter ones that I had, I actually went ahead, and before I wrapped them up, just did a little spoonful of peanut butter inside of the croissant roll yeah. with the Oreo oh, and just oh threw God. them in the air fryer and then just oh kind of put some of the... This, this was me being healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Put some of the zero calorie, I can't believe it's not butter spray, mm -hmm. on top, and then adding the flavor god seasoning, like the, the chocolate. Yeah. That's yeah. healthy, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's zero calories, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's god. what I did. Yum. Oh, my God. That sounds... Flavor god saved my life during prep, you guys. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It did. Yeah. All those, all those meal prep seasonings are really good. I, I really love... Have you tried Feast Mode? I have not. I got I got a bunch at um, USA's and then Olympia. They had the special Sean Roden pack because it's Sean Roden's company. Yeah. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar, Flexitron, a.k.a. Um, new reigning Mr. Olympia, um, his brand of seasonings, I think they're... Personally, I would say they're my favorites right now. Um, so delicious. And then I got some at Legion Fest that they had in Long Beach. And oh, okay. they're so I'm going to have to try those out. I've just yeah. been doing the Flavor God. And I have the pizza, the honey barbecue, and the buffalo chicken. And mm -hmm. oh my goodness, those were great. Yeah. Yeah. Feast mode, um, I think, 
it's probably it might be I'm, I'm not sure in terms of carbs how that compares to flavor god but same idea and then I have it at work I have like a barbecue and a butter herb and that then here really I have a, a tequila lime Asiago jalapeno oh my goodness and, that tequila lime just, yeah and just a that. Texas barbecue and then I also have an Indian fusion, which is really delicious yeah. too, um, just to like switch up the flavor. And yeah, they're really, really good and still low sodium. But um, I'm gonna have to give those a try for sure. Yeah. Do you just when you're yeah when you're on prep, you've definitely become very like appreciative of your food. Mm-hmm. And and one thing I've tried to do too now while I'm on prep because I want to avoid like the Instagram food spiral because oh, I, yeah. I was doing that this time last year. I was so hungry. Um, I would, yeah, I would get on my phone. I would look at BuzzFeed Tasty where they make the ridiculous, um, recipes and you're like, oh, I might, I might make this later, but you never end up making it. Yeah. (laughs) I forget who I was telling it. It's about, I have so many, like if I still go on my Instagram, I don't think I ever removed them. They're still there. They had, um, cheeseburger onion rings where you take, well, we could make oh those. Oh my goodness, yes, you take, please. You take <laughs> onion and like ground beef and cheese. And you wrap and you it dunk around. It, you dunk it in the batter and then fry it. And so it's like a cheeseburger onion ring. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, you know, starving, eating like 1,300 calories a day, hour of cardio every day, lifting six days a week, late night, scrolling through BuzzFeed Tasty, being like, oh God, I'm going to need these these uh, cheeseburger onion rings later. I better yeah. save that. I better save that. Yeah, that's <laughs> how just, mine was too, but... You get to the point where you're just you're just like no, like I'm gonna look at other things that are more important. But yeah. I mean, it's still nice to find all these cool food places, like the donut place we went to today. I Sidecar. haven't I haven't heard mm-hmm. of it before. Yeah. And we were just gonna go check it out, but they had a pumpkin cheesecake donut, so mm-hmm. I was just like, nope, I need it. Yeah. No, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Sidecar Donuts is amazing in Costa Mesa. If you guys are in the Orange County area. Um, You know, sometimes stuff like that. I have a little, and I had this, I think, before I even prepped, I have a little Google Doc spreadsheet of restaurants that I love. Mm -hmm. Like in Southern California, in other places I've traveled, and I keep it um, for places I want to try, for places I have tried and I love. And then if people want restaurant recommendations, I can go to it and, like, sort it. Yeah. Like, okay, what's a place in, you know, Newport or Laguna that I can recommend to someone if they have family in town or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but it's like, you know, sometimes just going out to eat, it's a big part of, yeah, especially if you're, if you're having a cheat meal and you dedicate yourself like this much to, to, um, prepping, you know, throughout the week and you just want to give yourself a meal, you don't want to just eat McDonald's. You don't want to just eat Burger King or some fast food. I mean, some people do, but I would rather go to a crazy restaurant. Like yesterday Mm -hmm. I was at Ty's Burger House. Mm -hmm. They have the best mac and cheese burger. So if you, where is that? It's in Oceanside. Okay. It's in Oceanside. It's right by the pier. You could probably walk to the restaurant from the pier. It's really close by, and it's really delicious. They have a lot of specialty burgers, and burgers are, like, the biggest thing. Like, even though I had them as a refi during my show, my mm-hmm. show prep, like, I still crave them after. That's what I had yeah. both shows after. Yeah. So. Actually, that's one thing, too. So this off season, I found myself craving, I would call it cleaner cheat meals, um, compared to past past years or past experience where I was craving more like a burger, mm-hmm. sweet potato fries, or like some sushi versus something super greasy like pizza. Yeah. Um, I've also realized through competing, um, I'm dairy sensitive or I may even be like partially lactose intolerant because just pizza, ice cream, like it's yeah. delicious. But 
it also makes my stomach feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me feel terrible and, like, I could be sick if I eat too much of it. Yeah. So, yeah, you, your brain just kind of is like, no, 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 you don't want that. You want this. Yeah. So burgers were my thing, for sure. After yeah. every show, I just wanted a burger. And I found Ty's Burger Place on Instagram looking through food. But I was like, that's one of the... Yeah, I'll do I'll do that too though. Like girls girls compete and they'll post pics of like their donuts they're getting ahead of time. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna compete at that same venue sometime soon. I better save it because I'll yeah, I wanna do the exactly. same thing. Exactly. So and- this time around I went to Stacked. The have you have you heard of it? It's in San Diego. Since my show was over at the Scottish Ride Event Center. Okay. I don't know if that's where your first yes, show is gonna be. It is. Yeah, so we went to Stacked and it's basically you can Stack your own burger, like Mm -hmm. put on whatever you want. If you want an onion ring on your burger, if you want um, bacon, mac and cheese, you just keep on adding all that stuff. And I just went with the regular mac and cheese burger. Yeah. I think I think you can sense a pattern, mac and cheese and burgers. Mac and cheese, girl, (laughs) is my favorite comfort food. Like even though I'm dairy sensitive, (laughs) mac and cheese, I love it. It's (laughs) it's it's amazing, especially at those two places because they're really similar. But, um, yeah, I went with a pretzel bun burger with an onion ring in it, barbecue sauce, the mac and cheese, and bacon, yeah. and oh, my yeah. God, it was so great. And I even ordered sweet potato fries and extra onion rings on the on the side. Yeah. I could not finish it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't finish my burger. So. Well, that's, I mean, I'm assuming just because you're full. And yeah. And you're, you're, like, intuitively eating. Yeah, exactly. So I ordered so much, and yeah. I just, nope. And then we went Sprinkles Cupcakes. That's another one if you're Ooh, in San yes. Diego. There's, they have one here. Really? They have a couple. Yeah, there's one in Newport. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so good. There's, there's, I think there's two in Orange County. I think there's one in Newport and one also in Corona Del Mar, which is also basically Newport. Their triple chocolate one is my favorite. Yeah. We'll go there. There's also a burger place. I'll definitely come with you to Ty's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's a place here in Newport called The Counter. That's the same concept oh, where yeah. you... Um, get like a sheet with all the options and you can get whatever type of yeah. like meat you can get bison you could get beef you could get a turkey burger veggie burger yeah and then all every topping you can think of like you want a fried egg on your burger mm-hmm. you want you know bacon extra cheese whatever yeah. um all kinds of good stuff i love i love burgers you guys i do too <laughs> <laughs> burgers are amazing um yeah i'll have to do some brainstorming because i haven't even thought about it yet but like where to go after these shows mm-hmm. normally I go for BJ's or Yard House or somewhere that just has a huge Basic. menu. Yeah. A huge menu. Because it me, has a variety you get for weird sure. Cravings. Yeah. Like my first show, I wanted to go to the Cheesecake Factory and I was set to go That's to the Cheesecake Factory since before my show, like my, my cut even started. I was like, I want fried mac and cheese balls. I want the pasta, the three cheese pasta, the smokehouse burger with sweet potato fries, and red velvet cheesecake. And carrot cake cheesecake. Damn, girl. So I ordered all of that. Uh-huh. I actually ordered all of that. I finished the burger. I actually finished it uh-huh. with half of the sweet potato fries. I had some of the pasta and then a couple bites of cheesecake. And I was like, okay, maybe I should stop eating. But that That's was because I was... a lot of cheese. Yeah. My, I think I have a stomachache. Just listen. Yeah, no. And after, <laughs> after I had all that, like, everyone I was with wanted to go out. But I was just, like, in a food coma, basically. So I just went back to the hotel and knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day, we went to the Hash House of Go-Go, mm-hmm. and I just ordered fruit and eggs and, like, a biscuit because I was, like, so... Still digesting. Yeah, probably. from the night before. Yeah. Damn. So I just ate my fruit and, like, part of my biscuit, but... That's smart. Yeah. 
I woke up and ate that cheesecake right before, though, so I finished it. I love it. I love it. Um, you actually seem like your mindset is in a really healthy place mm-hmm. with, like, food, your body, um, listening to your body in terms of when you're eating. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever think about, like, actively spend time thinking about what your mindset or your attitude is towards food, or you think you just kind of I have innately bef- have just figured this out a little bit? I have before, because... Um, you seem very balanced. I think a lot of girls, um, I guess what I'm getting at is they struggle with guilt mm-hmm. after competing. Oh, yeah. So I totally went through the whole guilt phase when I was like, oh my gosh, I overate right now, so I should go do 30 minutes of cardio. And, like, it, it was like that at the beginning, you know, right after getting off the two weeks and then not wanting to gain weight. And so it was just kind of like a taking a step back and assessing my situation, just thinking, like, I don't eat this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, basically just messing with myself, like, messing with my head by doing that, you know, by mm-hmm. saying, you, you're eating too much, so now you have to go do more cardio. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm just messing with myself and basically making myself miserable. Yeah. By just associating those two things. So I just took a step back and I was just like, okay, is this really going to affect me? Like, do you really need that? Mm -hmm. Because I was just like, oh, I can eat that. Like, I can eat more than you. I can eat, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just like food, food, food. And I just got so obsessed with it that I was like, wait a minute. No, you you need to take a step back. Like, you need to look at what you're doing and how it's, like, affecting you and your goals. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. If... If you get to a point where you realize food is consuming so much of your mental energy, um, that's where it might be a time to step back and and reflect on what you're doing. Yeah, because like Laura was saying earlier, like my entire feed was literally just food, nothing else, just food. And I was just, I don't know, I was just kind of embarrassed about that. It's like, that's all I could talk about. My friends wanted to go out and I was like, yeah, but we have to go get food first. And, like, it was always food first, food first, that food first. Mm -hmm. So it just, I feel like I got annoying to my friends Mm -hmm. and then to myself as well, so. How did you, how did you recognize that you were doing that or what? Just the fact. Was there, like, a moment or anywhere where you realized? There was for sure, there was for sure an aha moment because I was at a family event and you know how, how there's always, like, so many food, so much dessert. And I would always be the one that's like, give me three slices of cake. You know, I want it all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was just like, no, I don't want any cake today. Like, I'm I'm full. If I eat the cake, I'm just going to feel bad, you know? So it's like, it's always going to be here. There's probably going to be another family get-together in, like, a week or two, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of was like, it's not going anywhere. It's still here. Yeah. Like, yeah. so... That's good. Um, I definitely think that is a, a a trap or like a pitfall that a lot of bikini girls can fall into or yeah. just competitors, not just bikini girls. Because let's be real, I think everyone who competes struggles yeah, with this. Yeah, everyone at least rebounds once. So like after that, you it's like a learning experience, you know, so you can't beat yourself up about it. You can't. It happens to everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I think you just have to learn how to manage it the next time. Or if you can't do it on your own, get a coach. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, recognizing, I think, like you said, that the food is always going to be there. Yeah. I, when you're dieting, something about dieting, maybe especially for women, it does something to your brain and you think, oh, I need to, I need to like save up this food or I need to buy 
all these packs of Oreos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you like, you're storing up for the apocalypse or something. Yeah, you know? no, that's literally what it felt like because um, my friend Tracy and I actually did the same show and we shared an Airbnb. So we were um, shopping together for all our snacks that we were having after. She's like, oh, I'm getting cupcakes so you can get the donuts. Mm-hmm. Like, so we ended up with a big mountain of food at our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know what to do with it after. Yeah. Because it was just like we were hoarding so much food. We're like, oh, yeah. we want that. We want that. When in reality, at the end of the night, we had maybe a bite of Sprinkles cupcakes. Yeah. Like we, we shared one cupcake and that was it. Yeah. Like you're more you're more inclined to chug a bottle of water after your show than oh, want gosh. any kind of sweets. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that was like my happy moment when I was able f- to drink an entire bottle of water. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you forget about that. The day of the show, you're just dying for some freaking water. You're not even thinking about the sweets or anything until you get that water first. Yeah. Like, I had two bottles of wine at my Airbnb, too, and I went straight for the water first. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you're so dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You forget about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you go the entire day from, like, what, 9 in the morning, even sooner. Mm-hmm to when the show ends at 9 p.m., just sipping on one bottle of water. Yeah. After going through all the diuretics. Yeah. It's just miserable. Yeah. The Ferrigno last year, so that one is, or it's it's not around anymore, but it was a huge show. I think Bikini got off stage, because I'm class F. I think Mm -hmm. I got off stage around 1130 at night. Yeah. That day was so long. My friend actually competed about it. His name's Tyler, and he told me he didn't, leave the venue until 2 a.m. Yeah, men's that was that was the craziest part. So bikini got off stage around 11:30 p.m. Men's physique was after bikini mm-hmm. in that show. Yeah, that's what he did. And it was a massive show. And so the guys, yeah, they were on stage until like at least 1:30, 2 in the morning. Yeah. Um it was an extremely long day. I but bet. On the other end, guys don't need to get up so early for their hair and their makeup. That's true. So, I mean, I guess they do do their hair and makeup, mm-hmm. sometimes makeup, but Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was an extremely long day. And yeah, you're just dying for water. But um, yeah, I, I'm i just really impressed, July. Honestly, like your your mindset and your attitude about everything, it seems really, really Thank you. well balanced. And um, a lot of a lot of girls, a lot of women who compete struggle yeah. with guilt and with, I would call, I guess you could call it body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems like for... As young as you are. <laughs> I'm 22, um, you guys. <laughs> yeah, as young as, I guess I say that, like, I'm 30, like, I'm not, I'm not like a dinosaur, but I feel like <laughs> it sometimes. Um, <laughs> you, you just have such a healthy mindset, and that's amazing. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like I'm a very tough person mentally, mm-hmm. um, and also my dad is a food scientist, so, yeah. <laughs> so I grew up always thinking about nutrition and, and reading more about it and researching it, and... Um, you know, I was a biology major for half a college and then I finished it up in the engineering school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really invested in always learning more. And so I feel like I've I've kind of not had it easy, but I've had an easier time with the mindset part of it because I know a lot of the science. I yeah. know that you need to disassociate the concept of, a you know, quote unquote, good food, quote unquote, mm-hmm. bad food yeah. or like a quote unquote, clean food, which yeah. doesn't really mean anything. And just listen to your body and, and mm-hmm. eat what's going to be healthy and, and give yourself some breathing room. Yeah. And I'm so impressed that for you, you've kind of seemed to like just nail it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't this way before, like for my first show at all. 
but I've kind of just like uh, used my first show as a learning experience, you know, look at my before and after pictures every once in a while just to be like, I don't want to go back to that point. I wasn't happy with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what can I do differently this time around? Yeah. So. No, and you've. You're, you're, I'm, I'm so impressed with you. Like, um, <laughs> I've you. loved, I've like loved having you on Team Mutant, and you're such a go getter. So I'm always just impressed and astounded at all the stuff you're doing. Um, Thank you. For you, what do you feel like is next for you? Are you gonna compete soon? Are you um, gonna so prep soon? I was considering doing the Olympia Amateur next year, but since I am, um, I am transferring to a university. So I kind of decided to push that back a little bit and then see what school I actually decide to go to before I decide what show I want to go to because ultimately my career is my end goal. Like competing is always going to be there. I mean, you, you see they even have masters and they have yeah. everything. So it doesn't matter like how old I get. You know, I can still always compete. I just want to get that part of my life, like the next two years at least, you know, squared Absolutely. away before I decide so so on smart. my next show because competing is expensive. I paid for both my shows myself. Mm -hmm. So it's like once I start school, like, you know, it's going to be hard balancing university level classes with competing and like nutrition and all of that. So I decided to just build and keep this off season as my growing season. So I'm going to work on my calves, my shoulders and my glutes, ultimately hamstring glute separation Mm -hmm. just to come back stronger for my next show. Awesome. So no, that's really that's honest and it's super smart. Like somebody, um, I definitely am not. I don't want to come off of like oh, I'm giving you advice or like I know everything. But being a little bit farther along yeah. in my <laughs> education and life is like you know I went to I went to school. I got a master's degree when I when I graduated from college. Bikini bikini wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah, bikini hadn't even come out yet. Um, <laughs> I graduated in 2010, so I guess it it came out just right after that. But um, you know, it wasn't even a, wasn't even a thing. I didn't even know about it. I kind of learned about it in grad school, but the time you invest in yourself, your education, your career mm-hmm. when you're young, is so smart. It's yeah. so, so smart. And it's just, it sets you up for this great foundation. Yeah. And that life. way I don't have to worry about like, do I have enough, am I working enough hours at Costco right now to pay for my show and my car and this and that, Yeah, you know, whereas once I finish, you know, school, I'll have like, I'll probably end up with a better job than Costco. Mm-hmm. So it'll be easier for me to make Absolutely. up that money, you know, Absolutely. that I need to compete and I won't have to be stressing out about putting things on my credit card and like this and Hang that. It's just, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't want to stress myself out financially like that. And then it gives me time to grow and save up some money and mm-hmm. ultimately decide what I really want. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so for you, you said you're focused on growing shoulders and glutes and calves. Yes. Do you have a specific like fitness or physique goal to benchmark that? Or like how are you how are um, you watching your progress? I just want my body to be proportioned. Mm-hmm. So um, looking at my show pictures compared to my first show, I was a lot more conditioned my first show. Okay. But I did end up placing lower. Okay. So it, it's all about balance. So mm-hmm. I was... I was a little fluffier my second show because I was sitting at 20% body fat as opposed to the 14% body fat I was mm-hmm. sitting at my first show. Okay. But I placed higher. I got third my second show and sixth uh-huh. my first. Uh-huh. So it's all like finding that balance. Like my shoulder definition was there my first show and it was there my second show too, but it, they just, my shoulders were fuller. Mm-hmm. 
but ultimately they just have to grow in proportion of to the rest of my body mm-hmm. so it's like the hardest part for me calves and well calves are hard for anyone you know yeah. unless you're genetically gifted yeah so it's just shoulders and glutes for sure totally yeah i'm just looking back at pictures doing shoulders like three mm-hmm. times a week you know are you doing progress photos or anything to so i i do i do but i don't post those on instagram you know i just mainly take those for myself Mm -hmm. so i just take the picture that i took like let's say because i took one last week of my shoulder progress and i look back at my show picture and it's definitely grown Mm -hmm. so i mean it's growing season so that's what's supposed to happen you know what i mean yeah it's my favorite (laughs) yeah so yeah So hopefully by the next show, you know, they're nice and round and Mm -hmm. they pop and give me that nice X shape that they're looking for, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to do a shoulder workout sometime. Yeah. Actually Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. At Metroflex. Yes. Oh yeah. We'll have to do that. Yeah. So, um, so last year, um, that's how I originally met July is when we were training at Metroflex Marietta, which is shout out to Metroflex. It's an amazing gym. It's my home gym it. and we sell mutant products, you Yay. guys. So <laughs> yes, I love that gym. So we'll definitely have to do a shoulder workout over Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, that'll be really fun. And so, um, I guess one other thing I wanted to ask you too was what advice would you give to girls that are you know, thinking about competing, maybe doing their first competition, actively competing, but struggling with transitioning into their off season. So for girls that have not done a show before who are thinking about doing a show, I definitely do it. It's a great confidence boost, but for sure, look into your coaches, just really, really, really research your coaches and see who you're dealing with and what kind of experience they have with the with the you know industry because a lot of the coaches uh, I'm not speaking for myself because my coach is great she's done an amazing job for me both both of my competitions my coach is actually my cousin Ada Um, she's on Instagram as Ada Bistamante so if you guys want to check her out yeah we'll add it we'll add her info yeah um, but I've had friends who have gone with coaches who do not specialize in um, bikini competitions or anything and their diet completely fucked I'm sorry, completely oh, messed say, up, completely that. messed up their metabolism. <laughs> so, and the, and they're dealing with like thyroid disease and like, you know, a lot of health issues because their coaches didn't know how to prep them properly. Mm-hmm. So just look into that. And also posing coaches. Posing is an extremely important thing, especially when it comes to competing, because if you don't have the overall look that they, that they want, you know, the confidence. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to pose, mm-hmm then you won't it doesn't matter if you have the best physique there like you won't get anywhere yeah so yeah no I totally agree with that that's a good point yeah posing if you even if you are the best looking girl there if you are giving you know 50% of what you're capable of in your presentation and the girl next to you looks almost as good and she's giving 100%, yeah. she's probably going to win. Absolutely. She'll, she'll look better. She'll show off. Yeah, stage got. presence. That's it's a big thing in bikini, especially. Like, they don't care if you have, like, the hardcore, you know, washboard abs. Mm-hmm. If the girl next to you has, like, you know, soft, like, abs, but her stage presence is, like, great and mm-hmm. she has, like, a bubbly personality and looks at the judges, mm-hmm. she's, she's going to place higher than you. Yeah. Or even so. then, if you're just – 
you know, you don't realize the angles you're hitting. Like yeah. if, you don't, if you're if you're not aware and posing to show off your physique yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah, because there's a lot of different yeah. front poses you can do nowadays. So mm-hmm. it's just basically a way of showcasing your body and like the best way to do it. So I would definitely recommend you get a posing coach or get with someone who knows what they're doing so you're not just up there wasting money mm-hmm. on doing a show when you don't yeah don't spend enough on the on the posing because that was my first issue my first show my posing I I personally think I had the best physique there and everyone there told me that too even the judges were like you have the perfect physique for bikini Mm -hmm. but what got me down to six was my stage presence and the fact that I didn't pose you know well enough and I was so nervous and jittery Mm -hmm. so I mean I know I know what I had to fix and I fixed it the second time around which is why I placed third Mm -hmm. So I fixed the um, judge feedback for sure. So, awesome. But yeah, and then as far as it, as far as um, binging and girls rebounding, like don't don't be hard on yourself. It happens to all of us for sure. I've been through that. I gained my thirty one pounds, and then I learned from it. And that's what a lot of you girls should do too, because mm-hmm. it's not it's not something that you that's going to happen overnight. You know, it's going to take a while before you actually like get to learn your body and what you actually need and stuff like that. So it's just it's just a matter of time and you taking a step back and realizing what is going to get you to your goal and what's not, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even if you do rebound, it's not the end of the world. It's not. It happened like I said, it happens to all of us. You just have to have a better plan the second time around. Like if you need to get a coach, get a coach. If you need a write down or have you have your friends keep you accountable too. Mm-hmm. like it doesn't necessarily have to be a coach or anything just do something that's gonna yeah just have a, have a goal once you once you're done with your show because a lot of the people who compete they get done with their competing season and then they're like okay so what now and they kind of fall into this post-competition depression because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing next mm-hmm. they have no goals in mind yeah so yeah that's a good point um, yeah yeah, that's a good point. I think having goals mm-hmm. or having or just something to look forward to, yeah. like, you know, maybe it's a vacation yeah. or maybe it's, um, you know, like an event or <laughs> for me, it's like, yay, I'll get to enjoy Christmas and Christmas parties yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. But um, I also think just having a plan, yeah. whatever, whatever you want that plan to be yeah, absolutely. for off season, like you need to have that plan in your mind, um, you know, maybe even write it down. Yeah, because the first thing I said after um, this year, after my show, I was like, I need to work on my shoulders, I need to work on my glutes, and I need to work on my calves. Mm-hmm. So that's like the 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 um, the lifting plan that Charlie made. It's just to get me to where I want to be, you know. Yeah. And um, I do a lot of compound lifts with Charlie, so it's like it works out my entire body and it helps with my metabolism too. Totally. So yeah, you burn a lot more calories. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just, it's just stuff like that, you know? Yeah. 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 I think that's why, um, my first off season I could get my calories so high is I was just like squatting and deadlifting my butt off. Yeah. (laughs) Like I was doing anything I could think of to get my butt bigger. And so I was just, Oh, I should squat three times a week. Okay. 
And and I was spending a lot of time. Squats mainly emphasize your, your like they, they get your butt, but they mainly emphasize your quads. Well, like, I was doing girl, I was doing every freaking variation of squats and lunges you can think of, and and I was really focused too on developing the mind muscle connection yeah. with my glutes. So I actually did have, I would say, like I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment myself here. I do think I had a really good booty transformation from my first show to mm-hmm. my second round because. Yeah. I was hitting legs three times a week. I was doing um, like sumo deadlifts. I did yeah. a lot of those because I, I really did feel those in my glutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those help a lot. Um, I was doing a lot of reverse hack squat. I love um, those. Those definitely work yeah. the, glute, the booty and they help you with the glute hamstring exactly. separation. Exactly. I was sure, doing a ton so. of that. Um, a lot of the pros do them too. Yeah. I've seen Narman and Jen do them over at Metroflex all the time. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'm okay. going to go next. <laughs> okay. So we'll do, we'll do like a leg day and a shoulder day. Oh yeah. When I'm out. We have two days anyway. So. Perfect. Um, what else? Like, you know, goblet squats with bands above my knees, mm-hmm. um, a bazillion kickbacks, hip thrusts as heavy as I could go. Oh yeah. Hip thrusts with the bands over the knees, like anything I could think of, I would go to the gym and go ham on leg day and I think yeah. that's, I think that's why I could eat so much is because I think I was just burning tons of calories yeah. during my lifts because I did I would come up with a lot of the workouts myself and I just would I at the time I kind of just thought more is more yeah and it worked but now I'm at a point where I'm trying to not thicken my waist at all so I'm, yeah. I'm kind of we've sort of taken out some of the deadlifts and the squats yeah. and go about the booty training a different way. Yeah, no, when I um, prep for my show, my coach took out the squats completely because I'm really quad dominant and my quads were too big for bikini. So we had to work with that for a bit. So coming down to off season and going back to squats, I could barely hit 135. Mm-hmm. And it's it's difficult, but, you know, it is what it is. And a lot of the things, if um for, for you girls, if you um, – Say you binge eat today and you're like feeling really guilty about it, just add a lot of compound lifts, like do a leg day the next day, add deadlifts, you know, just get something that's actually going to use up all those carbs. Yeah. So you're not just, you're not feeling guilty about it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've done that too, where I've definitely had times where I've overeaten or um, like, especially even in my first prep, like my cheat meals, because I prepped my first, my first show prep. Um, I dieted through Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and my birthday. No, <laughs> no. But See, I, I complain about doing it through summer because I get to yeah. I, I miss all the county fairs, you know. So I can't have my regular fried Oreos. I can't have my mm-hmm. turkey legs. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's a give and take, you know. I get yeah. I get much more out of it. So yeah. I can have fried Oreos whenever. I mean, Allie gave me that bomb recipe. That's so an <laughs> recipe. yeah. And that first that first prep for me, um, my cheat meals were the holidays. So like yeah. my coach would he was awesome and um say, Okay, Thanksgiving, like have a cheat meal, Christmas have a cheat meal. But I kinda would like go overboard where I'd just eat a ton that day. Cause it yeah. was it was hard not to and I love to cook during the holidays, so I did a lot of cooking myself for those. Um, and what I dealt with, like I looked at the scale the next day and I'm like, oh my God, how did I gain seven pounds in a day? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> freaked and like freaked out. Um, but yeah, it's, I went in, you know, did fast and cardio, did the fast and cardio yeah. I was supposed to. Um, you know, if I, if my stomach still felt full, I was like, I'm not going to eat yet. Yeah. Like if I still feel full from the night before, I'm not eating yet. I'm yeah. going to listen to my body. I'm not going to freak out. I'm doing a ton of cardio as is and kind of just trust that in a few days, your body is going to like re- re-equilibrate yeah. and just drink plenty of water. And yeah. don't, 
you know, don't not eat. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it would. I would probably, you know, do my cardio and maybe my lift fasted that morning. Yeah. And if you do go binge or go overeat, that's probably what I'd recommend is just go work out fasted because yeah. your body has plenty of carbs and glycogen from to the use. night before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go do that, but then don't stop yourself from eating all day. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Like you, you can just kind of. What what's what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even think right now. But you can. You can just basically say, oh, I won't have any carbs today or I'll have like low carbs since I had all my carbs yesterday, you know, Mm -hmm. and have like chicken salads, you know, something Mm -hmm. healthy that your body's going to use. Yeah. So you don't you don't necessarily need the carbs every day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I kind of think of it that way, too. And then it's just kind of trust like, okay, the next day after that, just kind of go back to normal. Go back to what you were doing and and don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. And and if it's happening multiple times, like I've definitely had periods of time where I'm like oh fuck I you know I overate this week and like a couple weeks ago I did this okay what are the common themes yeah. you know was I staying up way too late and then I got hungry late night and then I just let myself eat because yeah. I, I was tired and I should have just gone to bed or like what mm-hmm. what was going on there um you know or did I put myself in a situation where I showed up to a social event and I was starving and I you know maybe I could have had some some a protein shake yeah. or some chicken or something ahead of time so I wasn't mm-hmm. starving with yeah. no food options, like what are the what are the commonalities that are causing it? And mm-hmm. if you can identify that, you can anticipate the scenarios or you yeah. can anticipate it before it happens mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to have like a protein shake handy. Yeah. So if you can get those traveling packs, those uh-huh. are great. Yeah. I keep what I call emergency almonds in my purse at all times or my work bag where I just see I used to have an emergency (laughs) chocolate bar in my car I still I still have (laughs) one because yes because it's off season so I'm allowed to have one right now doesn't it melt though if it's hot but since it's kind of getting colder I mean it's chocolate's chocolate it's gonna taste the same regardless but yeah the one I have right now is actually a a tequila chocolate and I still haven't tried it yeah that's so funny yeah it's it's directly from Mexico you guys that sounds amazing yeah um, yeah i keep emer- emergency almonds which are just raw almonds yeah in case i'm starving on or off season i keep emergency almonds with me <laughs> um because it's like if you need a snack or you your blood sugar is yeah. dipping too low or you don't want to miss a meal no i get really hangry and i think um, my coworkers at work notice that even especially my new supervisor he's so funny because he he notices that i stop smiling and he's like oh oh like it's it's coming it's coming so he's like he's like hold on July we'll get you on your break soon, <laughs> and just the fact that he actually noticed and he actually mm-hmm. cares you know it just it's That's just awesome. yeah. yeah yeah so well I think. That's all I have for you today, girl. This has been really, really good. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got to sit down and catch up and, and talk about all the stuff. And we'll have to do another episode sometime soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick it. We'll pick another topic. And I mean, any anything food related, I am open to. Just anything in mm-hmm. general, actually. Yeah. Maybe we could do we could do one for the holidays or something. Yeah, absolutely. Like cooking or meal prep. Oh, yeah. It would be really fun. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that is it for Bikini Things. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, July, for being here. And don't forget to go subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review and a five-star rating. And I'll catch you next time. That's it.